together growing in faith changing communities dear friends today i'd like us to reflect on the gospel of mark chapter 1 from verse 21 to verse 28 jesus entered the synagogue on the sabbath and he taught and they were all astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one with authority and not like the scribes and immediately there was in their synagogue a man with unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him, and crying with a loud voice, came out of him, and they were all amazed, so that they questioned amongst themselves. What is this? A new teaching? With authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. My dear brothers and sisters, as we look at this account there's something that speaks to me. And this is what happens with Jesus Christ. The first thing we hear that Jesus Christ goes into the synagogue. And as he goes into the synagogue, it was on the Sabbath day. So he goes as a, a good Jewish man who goes to worship God, who goes to a relationship with the Father. And there's something which I think it is important, as you know that we are running Men in the Scriptures series in our YouTube account, Tembilani Global Official. It is important to see Jesus, the man, going to a place of worship. Jesus, the man, going to what we will call now a church. Jesus, the man, going and taking care of his spiritual and well as his religious aspect. It is important because, my dear brothers and sisters, you and I have come to realize and also to believe that we need to take care of our mental state. We need to take care of our physical state. We need to take care of our psychological state just as we also need to take care of our spiritual state. We are told that we are supposed to have three meals a day, at least if we can, at least one meal if you can't afford more than that, one good meal. But three meals a day are all that we are asked to do. We are told that we ought to rest, we also need to exercise our bodies. We need to feed our minds. And we are very good, some of us, at doing that. But should we also not be also very good at looking at our own spiritual lives, at nourishing our spiritual lives? And as men, as males, we could learn a lot from Jesus. He goes into the synagogue to teach, to be taught, to feed, and to be fed. 
But there's also another aspect in our lives. What I say this in relation to the men in the Bible series, and I talk about our sons, our, our, our young children that we are raising, and I say in this series, we ought to raise our young men and to allow them to have a religious aspect. Because after all, we are religious beings. I believe in God. And I want to argue that almost everybody has to believe in something. Either you believe in God, a God of your own understanding, or you believe in yourself, or you believe in the truth, you believe in the universe, you believe in love, you believe in humanity, whatever you believe in. But we all to believe in something because that is at the core of who we are. Let's take this a, a step further. Jesus goes into the synagogue in order to be with God. But when he gets there, he starts teaching. And those around him, when they listen to his teaching, they say, but this teaching is different. He speaks with authority. And the authority of Jesus, my brothers and sisters, as you and I would know, comes not in the power that abuses or oppresses or suppresses people, but it comes from the act of great love. So what he says corresponds with what he does. When he talks about God is love, he manifests that in his life. That's another challenge that I also think touches and, and is important to us in our, in our lives, in our aspects. As a father, as a mother, as a brother, as a sister, as a sibling, as a leader, as a companion, as a partner. Can that be said about me? Do I preach with authority? Do I speak with authority? Not that you speak that which oppresses people. That's not authority. The authority I'm talking about is the ability to speak and when you speak for people to eat from the palm of your hands. Because that which you speak gives life. And I think this is a challenge that all of us ought to face. Because all of us have the ability to influence and to teach people by our words and by our actions. People need words that bring healing. There's so much negativity in the world. There's so much pain in the world. And in the midst of this confusion, there's so many voices. There are so many voices that speaks conflicting ideas. And people are confused. Who to listen to? Are we being taken for a ride? Are they being honest? Are they being truthful? And so when we speak, we, we need to realize that should we speak, let us speak the truth. Should we speak, 
Let's speak words that are positive. Should we speak, let's speak words that bring life. Let's help someone else to realize their greatest dreams. Let's help someone else to realize that they are called by a loving God. And so when Jesus speaks, people have heard probably the same teaching, but how it is being said is different. How many of us have been told, I love you, but also there's someone who says it differently. There's a different narrative. And when I listen to this narrative, it speaks to my heart. It speaks to my loneliness. It speaks to my longings. It speaks to my pains. And so when we speak, the words we use, are they helping someone to come closer to God? And what is my purpose today? What is my vision today? It is to go out into the world and to bring the hope of Christ. My brothers and sisters, it is very easy to be negative. It is actually very easy to give up. It is easy to bring someone else down. It takes an effort to build someone up. It takes an effort to remain hopeful in the midst of confusion. It takes an effort to believe that God will bring things through. To realize that this is a season. To realize that this too shall pass. And I think this is what we are being called to. This is what the Lord is inviting us. So that as we bring life into those around us, they can only marvel at the beauty of God. They can only thank God for the wonders that he is doing in our lives. Go to your families. Go to your friends. Go into your relationships. This is not a time to fight. This is not a time for quarrels. This is not a time for squabbles. This is not a time to be angry for days. This is not a time to walk away from people. This is a time to build relationships. This is a time to mend broken relationships. This is a time to bring hope and love among those we meet. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. And may Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.